It's the 351st episode of the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes here. We have Dan Ween. Hello. Welcome back. Glad to see you here, buddy. It's been a while. It feels like longer, but it's probably only been a few weeks. Yeah, I think it actually has only been a few weeks. And of course, I think that <laughs> the gentleman we had on with you the last time, Tom Caswell. I'm I'm here. I'm still here. I'm starting to think Tuna's like purposely ducking out on episodes Dan is on at this point. Oh, no, I, I've, I've accused him of that already. Oh, have you really? So, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure he's not, but that is funny. Um, I want to just jump right into this Pokemon. Let's just get it out of the way. Yeah. All right, Dan, the 351st Pokemon is called Cast Form. So this isn't a pre-evolution. This isn't there's a new line. We just finished an evolution last week. So I'm curious, mm. what do you think this is? Okay, so I'm thinking it's not so much going to be like a broken bone type cast. I'm thinking more like like the cast system type cast. So I really have no idea. Still. <laughs> Holy fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it learns surf. It learns surf. Uh, S-E-R-F. Uh, fucking no idea. Uh, let's go with a fishing rod with eyes because you're casting a fishing rod. <laughs> okay, there we go. That's That's at least... <laughs> um like at least it has surf uh, i guess that would make sort of sense for that type of area it would be in the water <laughs> honestly depending so this is one of those pokemon that has different forms it's not like different entries on the decks you know some pokemon it's like oh if it's spring you get it looks like this when it's summer like there's some pokemon that just have a different look to them different okay. forms but it's the same pokemon number depending on which form you see of this one you might think if you see the normal type form that it looks like a ghost that might be like a ghost with boobs is kind of what it looks like. It looks like a little ghost with boobs in its normal type form. But this actually is a weather based Pokemon. Uh, that's so like a weather cast. Oh, like a forecast. Yeah, like a forecast. And there's the sunny form, a rainy form and a snow. Oh, yes. Form. This thing. Yes. Yes. And it, it, that is that is cool, I think, just because of the fact that you can get uh, there's a water, a fire and an ice type. Hold on. Out of that. This looks like a sperm with boobs. Oh, it does look a little like a sperm. I mean, it, it looks a little <laughs> bit like a Casper in the normal type. It's very sexual, regardless of how you look at it. Yes. It could be testicles with a little sperm. It does it have that sort of like uh, sex party mask on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like... yes, it does. <laughs> this like, yes, this thing's a sperm yes. with boobs. This thing, this thing is all sex right now. Here. We oh, are the uh, all of the forms are also this number, right? So we can talk about the forms. Yeah. Yes. Good, These are all good, the same Pokemon. Great designs. Yeah, I think. I mean, the, the boobs are weird. On the is it supposed to be a raindrop with a cloud underneath? Is that what they're trying to go for? I believe that's exactly what it's supposed. Because they to be. went with a sperm with boobs. I think. I think they were trying to make it look kind <laughs> of like a little. Well, cloud. Ra ra rainy form is what you're describing. Dan is a raindrop. With, yeah. Okay. Like, there's, there's others. Okay. Boobs. Um, Sunny form. It looks more like clouds because it's white, and then snowy form. It kind of loses the boob. I mean, it's it's Design real. a little it, bit. It, it there's something about if you just cut the head of it off, it will look better, right? But oh there's, wow, there's something okay. about the the tits they gave yeah, it that that looks. It's I a mean, really really strange design. Um, yeah, I'm the curious. sunny form looks crazy though. That's kind of fun. <laughs> it, looks it looks like a sun with boobs. It does. It does look like a sun. With <laughs> it has. Boobs. Let's just agree it has boobs, no matter what form. It's yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, it's funny because I think if you showed me just the normal type 
of this Pokemon, right? And it's not in a different form of it, which is based on like if you, you know, what the weather is. Um, I would have guessed it was a ghost type. The like, if you just showed me the normal type, I would guess that looks like just a little ghost. When you had said cast form, and I was really struggling to remember which one this was, I thought, is it a ghost? Yeah. Oh, that looks cool as hell, actually. It's like a little ice cream cone. Almost. Yes. <laughs> it's the precursor to Vanellux. <laughs> the, the 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 forms are all great. I think it's a cool yeah. idea. They obviously expand. This is when they start getting a little freaky, you know, with, with the form, with, like, not just having it be like, cool, there's a Pokemon at this number. This is when we start in Gen 3 getting a little bit like, oh, they have alternate you know, form. Yes. You know, because you'd have yeah. you'd have things like the evolutions, but they were all separate individual Pokemon. Right uh, now, you know, and that's because yeah, those are actual evolutions. Right. You know. Yeah. So that's that's probably what the big difference there is. Now this is very common. I mean, in the new game, there's a bunch of Pokemon that I'm like, oh, should I catch this one? It's a different form. And I'm like, eh, it's the same thing. I don't need it. Yeah. There's like, uh, what was he saying? There's this. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily a new Pokemon, but there's this Pokemon called Squawkabilly. Yep. And uh, it has like different coloring based on yep. its gender. And I was like, oh, do I catch the other color? And, and Toxtricity yeah. from the previous game and oh, the Deerlings. Pokemon. De Deerling as well. Yep. Yeah, lots of visual differences with Deerling depending yep. on the there's gender. A, there's a lot of them now that do this, which is great. I think that's cool. It's a good way to just, you know, make the world more interesting. Uh, all right. So here's the, the information on origin, right? Tuna's not here. So it may be, mm. cast for maybe a combination of forecast prediction of the weather and transform or form referring to its ability to change form depending on the weather the german and french names reflect this as well so mm. pretty straightforward mm. on the naming yeah the origin i think this is actually more interesting it, it talks french. about design no <laughs> cast form resembles a living cloud and acts like weather in general but also may be based on a weather balloon and now that i think about it if you remember um twister if you remember the way that they have the little the little dials like for wind and it has the little balls on them and how they spin, that's kind okay. of what the bottom of the cast form looks like. And I think that's where that design element came from. Because it says cast form is said to be composed of molecules similar to water, its shape of a large sphere, or two similar orbs similar to H2O molecule is another option for that. So it seems like they took this from a couple different places. And they were like, all right, we're going to do basically three circles, two big ones, one small one. And that's that's what cast form is. It's it's cool. It unfortunately doesn't have an evolution as far as I'm aware. Correct. Yes. No, it has it has no evolution. And I think that's a shame because this seems like kind of a, a what could be a very cool Pokemon if it had an evolution. Just a lot of these single form Pokemon. You just I guess they're too, too weak. You know, where do you go when you already have three types of one? main is kind of the problem i guess with evolving it i mean you could just they could all just be more intense versions right so instead of snowy form it's like intense, lizard though, form brighter sun heat wave form yeah. hurricane form and blizzard form so like just each one could be more amplified it also, again, we're just spitballing here right like they don't they don't know no, I, I think most of the time they don't come up with these in like 30 seconds but you well, never know. You never know. I have a feeling a large chunk of them they do come up with in 30 some seconds. Some of them they have to come up with pretty seen. quick. Yeah, some of them. I mean, so last week we were talking about the math of how many Pokemon come out per episode versus uh yeah, so like how many weeks we do 
the podcast versus how many new Pokemon come out every three years. Like how long will it take us to catch up? We are just updating that based on the new Pokemon that are coming out. It's like 26 years away now. Um, I, I thought about that and I'm like, wow, they actually have to come up with and design and everything more than one Pokemon every week between <laughs> releases. Like that is not a lot of time. Now, I mean, there's is, entire though. teams dedicated to it, of course. It is a lot of time, though, because but it, but they you're, put gonna, a lot of research you're not spending one it. day doing one Pokemon. Of course not. Of course not. But there's, there's like a lot of research when you look at these. It's like, oh, it's based on this. And they came up with this and they looked into like this one because it's based around Spain. They looked into this folklore and they took this idea from it and designed. It's like there's a lot of time that but goes into I don't. Th- here's the thing. I don't think they, they go into it. it. I don't think they go into it planning. Okay, today we got to come up with a Pokemon. Here we go. Or come up with 10 Pokemon. I no. think there's like, they walk around, they have little notebooks. They're like, oh, that could be cool. Like, they just see something out in the world. And they're like, oh, maybe that'd be cool. And they write down, like, probably have notebooks of like hundreds of ideas. Yes, and of course. Pick from those lists. Of course. So, but, but when it comes to like the research and stuff involved, either way, because I just think because there's more life Pokemon. research. I just think it's life research that just like someone happens to know it off the top of their head and then they throw it in there. And then they're like, and that's based on this lore I already knew. Yeah, but the design directors between games change often, and they're the ones who actually come up with the Pokemon. Like, there's only there's a there's a handful of people who do it. So it's like if they're coming up oh with my 112 God. Pokemon, Just came up with Pokemon, it's based on the human hand. Do we have one of those yet? <laughs> I don't think so. We have it actually, and it, it evolves. It evolves into a hand tracing of a turkey. It would just be like that's Master Hand. Amazing. Oh, that would be pretty good. That would be the that's the that's the autumn version. Is it's, it's called Freeform. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's, that's it. I got nothing else to say about this. Anyone last words on our little boot boy? No, no. All right. See you later, boot boy. Dan, we haven't seen you in a minute. I know I I was asking you a little bit about what you've been up to, uh, before we started recording. I didn't want to ask too much just because you haven't been here. How have you been? How was your holiday? How was work? What's going on? Uh, holiday was fine. I got home yesterday, uh, from the West coast on a red eye flight. I got home around 9am. And then I took a nap until like two thirty. For people listening to the podcast later, we're, we're recording this on Black Friday, so we're recording it after Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah. So yesterday was Thanksgiving, so I got home on Thanksgiving morning. Uh, I was on the West Coast for about eight days, uh, a few days in Seattle. I saw Wolf Slore out there. He came and hung out. Wolf well, uh, awesome. out right now. How is he? Yeah. What's up, Wolf? Uh, Wolf Slore was cool. That's we great. had some good. We had a good time. We went to a, was it uh, some ra- some random bar was the name of the bar. That's we even cooler. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they went the way. Uh, there's two ways you can go when you need a bar, some random bar. Mm-hmm. You can go and like do all sorts of random shit, or it can just look like it could be any fucking bar because it's so boring. And they went with the second option. So it was just okay. a fucking normal looking bar. Okay. Yeah. Nothing but wrong with anyway. that. Yeah, I like but, that. Uh, I like Seattle's that. Chills awesome dive bar. In general. Yeah. Uh, we were staying right near the water where they have the, uh, I don't know what they call it really, but they the have lake. a Ferris wheel there. The wharf yeah, on the pier, yeah. The pier, okay, gotcha. The, yeah, uh, but in, yeah, so that's like prime uh, location. There. It was like warm enough the day I hung out with Wolf, where he met us up. We were already outside drinking at some brewery that nice. had a good view out on the water. Did it snow and or then, rain uh, while you were there? No, it was um uneventful, which I guess is oh, good. Okay. That is I, good. I've only been yeah. there once. I went a couple of years ago to visit our friend uh, Reese, Tom, who worked at, mm-hmm. worked at Apple mm-hmm. with us. And yep. when I went, it was also Thanksgiving. It was like 
five or six years ago and it was snowing when I was there. It was snowing and raining the whole time I was there. So we went to that fisherman thing, but it wasn't like nice to be outside. So that actually sounds awesome because Seattle seems super cool, but we didn't explore a ton of it because it was crap yeah. out. Yeah, we uh, yep. I, the one time I've been, I think I probably mentioned this on the pod, but uh, the one time we went, we had like t- perfect weather, oh. like mid seventies, sunny all the time, and I was like, "This is the greatest city on the planet." What the <laughs> fuck? And everyone was like, "You have literally come during like a string of like day. lucky yeah. days that never happened." <laughs> That's because- what I was told too. It yeah. is like it, outside of these five days, it is miserable weather all oh, the wow. time. So, uh, but it's a, it's a fantastic city. I I would love to get back there again at some point, but it's just kind of like so tucked away in the corner of the country that it's like, yeah, you know, you well, go you go you go to California, you go to L.A. Like, there's a lot you you know to see and do. Like, if you want to also like make a trip to San Francisco, I mean, I'm gonna tell you where I went. I went near these. Well, places. there you go. Go, go ahead. Did you go on the the Space Needle thing? No, um, we weren't staying near it, and it actually like you have to pay a premium to just get up there without before you pay for any food at the restaurant. And yeah, that's why I didn't end up doing it for the exact same reason. So I was curious if you made the same decision. "Eh, (laughs) I'm good. Uh, and then let's see. After that, spent a day in San Jose, which uh isn't much of a city to hang out in. It it feels like a mall. That whole friggin' city. It's about was it like 50 60 miles south of san francisco i'd say about yeah yeah it's almost like a suburb of like yeah the way that people from san fran talk about san jose is like the little kind of like town outside of san francisco so we stayed there i mean we had outdoor drink like it was nicer there it was like 65 70 degrees uh hung outside at some margaritas but i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend visiting there if you're planning a vacation i would just skip it (laughs) <laughs> wow 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 it's all a mall i mean you can go to the like, mall the anywhere man um, yeah no, i get that and then uh ended up in la staying in santa monica near the pier for a couple days which was pretty nice yeah i would have nice come weather. see you but i was away <laughs> i know you were you were busy we had this discussion before yeah. i went even on the trip you were yeah. gonna be around at the same time so it was fine but uh yeah basically uh hung out uh on the beach and watched football one day like uh big big deans was the place we stayed uh okay most of the time and drank it and then uh went into the town area where they have other malls and expensive restaurants we didn't spend much time downtown till day of so sure it was mainly on the outskirts near santa monica which is honestly probably nicer than dealing with downtown la traffic yeah definitely well yeah, I guess because what did you have like a truck or something with you? You guys had to like haul. No, 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 but like we're, I mean, just taking like Ubers to restaurants took like five minutes instead of a half hour type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you were staying and downtown, we then walked, you would just we walk. You wouldn't. Yeah. We, well, we walked a lot anyway. Also, like I yeah. took an Uber into town and was like, because we wanted to watch the 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 USA Wales game, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, everyone was like, we could have walked, and I was like, we we're leaving it like. At well, local time, it was 11 o'clock game. So we left at like 10.50. I was like, we're not going to make it there if we walk. It's like 25 <laughs> minutes away. So we were right next to Danny Trejo's Tacos. Oh, yeah, we Trejo's Tacos. Them. He's got his donuts, his coffee. Trejo's all over the city, man. I think I had his tacos. One too bad. Yeah, they got, I, I, I mean, it's, about it's hard. solid lunch during the Hard E3. to get bad tacos in LA. It's <laughs> yeah, kind of like hard went, to get yeah. bad pizza. Yeah, we went to watch the game at Britannia. 
which oh is right next God. to Danny Trejo's tacos. Little Mexico so. in in L.A. The tacos that like, well, yeah, just, the you can't get there. anything else like that. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah, tacos in L.A. are the pizza of New York. Is basically yeah, yeah, how yeah. that works. We have very good Asian and Mexican food. Our Italian food is crap. <laughs> it makes sense. You're closer to Asia than you are Italy. Yes. And we're closer to Italy than we are Asia. Yes. That's true. Maps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, LA doesn't have a little Italy. Like, it's one of the few cities that oh, don't. Oh, really? That's yeah, interesting. There's, there's no little. So there was once a little Italy, and it, it's like one of those communities that. So this was. When LA had a little Italy, it was so long ago that like Italian people were still like very much on the outs with people. And it was like one of those, hey, we're going to push you out of the city and the city is going to like build. Right. It's, uh, it, it, we're going to build like a highway through the here. traditional way in which like l- like when you have like a little Italy or little yeah. China or whatever, like it is or Chinatown, like it is like, OK, we're going to keep all the fucking Chinese people over here. And all it's, the it's unbelievable how they do it. It's, it's city planning. Yeah. So, like the, so the city planners 1900s. kind of destroyed it and then it never came back. That was it. <laughs> that was because the population just it, there aren't a lot of Italian people here. That's just kind of how it goes. So it mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, well, that's awesome. That's great. I'm glad you had a good time. I mean, yeah, you're traveling. No, fucking I'll, be, fucking I'll be heading out west again. <laughs> Where are you going to be next time? Colorado and Vegas. Oh, in like a week or two. Yeah. Ooh. When are you going to be in Vegas? Uh, I can find the date later. I'm not sure exactly offhand. Maybe early December at some point. <laughs> Maybe it'll come <laughs> out. Go go throw some dice. <laughs> <laughs> just a four hour drive. throw them in the street <laughs> oh my la friends are always in in fucking vegas man or at least they were i, I have a lot of i have a lot of, john murphy from the show john murphy loves yeah. vegas loves going interesting to vegas. i would oh, never yeah. have i would never have pegged him for like someone that loves going to vegas oh, i don't know i mean i think it's partially because he's that? such a, a james just, bond guy because it's just tom saying he wouldn't have pegged him <laughs> that, would be, that would be a good clip. That would be. He he loved James Bond, so you know he My likes fetish? get dressed up. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm a scr- I'm a crumpler. Um, that's interesting. John Murphy as a we haven't had John Murphy on the pod in a while. There's no, a it's been it's been a very long time. A lot of listeners who are going to be like, who the fuck is that? Well, no. I think they've heard me mention him enough at this point. Yeah, though. sure. Friend of Chris. <laughs> Friend of He's Chris. UFC. Friend of Chris, who you, if you have met or seen or heard or anything, you would not have pegged him. Correct. For someone that likes to go to Vegas. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and also the other one. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I'd peg him. No yeah, pegs. any pegging. I mean, never peg, I'm not going to think shame. I'm not going to think shame. Someone wants to peg I got to text him now. If he like, wants to be pegged. I gotta text him pegging. and say, "Do you mind if I name this episode? I wouldn't have pegged John Murphy." <laughs> I I don't think you even need to text him. Fuck it, he's never gonna, he's never gonna find out. Um, you never know. Some people never unsubscribe from podcast feeds, and then like it just pops up on their phone. And he looks just like he opens up his podcast app. He's like, "Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is this?" Um, then he'd have to listen to like a half hour in to figure out what the fuck's going on. <laughs> that would be so good. That's the brilliant thing about this podcast. It is such a a melting pot of commentary that it's just like you yeah. can't you can't peg it. Yeah. Um he wouldn't expect, of course, unpeggable. also that like 
you would be the one saying <laughs> right that i would be the one to say i i would never have yeah. egged john murphy amazing. amazing uh we have these we have these posters in philly and i think i i'm pretty sure it's a um it's a uh like a diamond sale like a ring thing but the you would drive along the highway 95 like going into philly coming out of philly and though it just says i hate steven zinger is all it says on the billboard okay and it's you go and there's a link that says i hate steven zinger.com that's awesome and it's it's like an infamous kind of billboard and i think and like series of billboards a billboard like literally you go to philadelphia you'll see you will see if you I mean, drive on 95 like a, a rel- how long has this been around forever oh i don't yeah, remember ever seeing Steven it when Singer i lived jewelry. there okay yeah it's it's a jewelry thing it's a okay. jewelry thing but it's one of those things that when you drive by you know you're like what the fuck i hate steven zinger like what the fuck are you talking about and it's 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 selling i think it's meant to be like by the steven zinger's your ex and I'm you're buying the, the ring i say got it you're buying you're buying the ring for the 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 non-steven zinger in your life right he's he's the shitty ex you almost got married to or oh. whatever no, so I don't. Story, I don't really know the details. Of it, I know the story. Now. I went. To, I went to. Go the ahead, website. Dan. It's, it's right on the cover. Uh, so basically, uh, he engaged. He got engaged with a ring. He got one twenty years later, and then they they got pregnant with a baby. And basically, uh, they were up all night changing diapers. And she's like, "I hate Steven Singer now." That's it. There's no fun part of the story. It's very stupid. Okay, that's what it wow. comes yeah, from. Yeah, I, I figured it was. But now we need an yeah, LA, especially when you were like, I. The way you were saying it, I'm like, well, men, even like men traditionally, like aren't the ones getting the engagement ring. Again, logically, yeah. hadn't really thought it yeah, through yeah. too much. I just knew also, that it Steven was an engagement Singer. site. Singer, Singer. Yeah. So what we need now is a billboard that says, "I wouldn't, I would never have pegged John Murphy." Oh, okay. And it and the link I would never have pegged John Murphy.com goes to our podcast feed. No, it goes to my <laughs> Amazon affiliate link for corkboards. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Anyway, there we go. People make so much money off of those fucking Amazon affiliate links. Oh, TikTok, War- anytime Warrior you're on TikTok 64. and someone's Warrior got oh yeah, War- day, I mean he's the king. Yeah. He's I'll, I'll so much never money forgive him me, for firing of the, me. Off of all of the <laughs> <laughs> what a I, uh, what a world we live in. I uh I bought so many Blu-rays today. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. Let's let's Through tell Black us about Friday. them. Which ones? Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh I bought because I didn't have all three of them. I only had one and two. Mm-hmm. And and I only had one and two on regular Blu-ray, and the 4K collection was 20 bucks. Fast and Furious? John Wick's one through oh. three. Cool. Now I and I don't own chapter three, which is like, how did that not happen? Cool. Um, let me see. I've been I've been getting criteria and stuff because, like I said, I mentioned before, a ton of old movies I haven't seen that uh, I want to. Uh, what do we got here? Deep Cover, a movie from the early '90s with Lawrence Fishburne, and oh, yeah. it's a film noir. With, Funnily uh, enough, I was going to ask if you got like The Matrix. <laughs> The new one. I own I own all oh, okay. of all of those. Yeah. Um so it's deep it's called Deep Cover. It's a Lawrence Fishburne film, uh starring also um Jeff Goldblum is in it as well. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a noir detective film. Looked looked great. Cool. 
Uh, I got the the Batman uh, because I haven't. I don't own that. It's a great film. I have I tomorrow. I have tomorrow arriving. One of my favorite films of all time: Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. On 4K. oh, great movie, great movie. Now here's the thing. Uh... You would say, Tom, why do you feel like that you need to own planes, trains, and automobiles in 4K? You have it on iTunes purchased digital. That's a that's a movie that you don't need a high resolution for. There I wouldn't are... say that because I'm not a creep and I don't like stalk your I've been hacked your account. I haven't looked at yeah, your like, digital library. Sure, that, sure. Um, iTunes. Regardless, um, the 4K release, they I didn't know this. Yeah, they had the original cut of the movie is like almost four hours long. And and it's already a long film. It's a two-hour film. It's a sure. long film. And if you've never seen it, it's it's literally one of the funniest. I wouldn't call it a two-hour movie a long movie, but okay. But no, for yeah, a comedy in the eighties, long long film. Okay, it was originally a four-hour cut. Turns out there is seventy-five minutes of footage on this four K release that is just additional shit that they shot. That's awesome. John Hughes. Apparently, when Steve Martin, because I like, I went down a rabbit hole of learning about the production of this film after I read this. Uh, when they were shooting everything, Steve Martin was like, "So what? What do you think you're going to cut from the final release?" And John Hughes was like, "Cut! <laughs> like I'm putting this all out there." Um, so uh, there is, I've seen. It was that originally going to be a three. It was a trilogy. It was planes, then it was trains, and, 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 and trains. They were all going to be like yeah, an hour I twenty minutes. <laughs> I love that. Well, there is enough footage on this uh, additional release to basically uh, to to do a separate film. So I'm very excited for that. Uh, Sicario, never seen it. Oh, it's a good movie. Never seen it. I've heard great things. Um, I got the Northman for ten dollars. Okay. The uh, the the new. Uh, the new film with uh, Alexander Skarsgård, great movie and a, a visual delight for fans of cinema. Time Bandits, okay, from yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, the original Terry Gilliam, sure. Which again, a film I've never seen. Uh, I got some anime stuff. All right, I got uh, Berserk. I got Berserk, the uh, right. the nineties anime, a uh-huh. complete. Thing which I think is just like the first arc of that story, which I've read. Yeah, it's still but, going um, on. It's also well, the <laughs> the manga is still going on. Yes, uh, and then I got a bunch of uh, I got um, Samurai Jack, the complete collection. Hell twenty yeah. bucks. That's great. I've never I've never seen it. Oh, it's so good. You've never seen it. You bought the it. complete collection. Right. I for twenty bucks, like, and people like love it. I was like. And it's and it's uh, not Tarkovsky. Is it not available anywhere? No, it is Jenny Jenny Tarkovsky. Oh, his last name is Tarkovsky, but it's not like Tarkovsky. Jenny Tarkovsky. Tarkovsky, right? As opposed to the uh, as opposed to the like birth of cinema Russian filmmaker Tarkovsky. But um, anyway. Yes, I have never seen it, but it was twenty bucks, and you know, Warrior sixty four. Hey, you weren't me. kidding. You bought a shitload of Blu-rays. I did. I I, I literally literally bought a shitload. Um, Time Bandits, The Northman. Yeah. Anyway, so I spent uh spent spent a little bit of, but uh, everything that I just said came in at like under a hundred bucks. Wow. I feel so, like a lot yeah. of the movies you listed. When Chris and I, when we were growing up, I feel like they used to play nonstop on some of the like Turner networks. Like you'd see like Turner USA or films. TNT or like yeah. or even like early in like like uh, Channel Eleven 
would have like a movie on Saturday mornings. Like half the time, it was one of these movies. Wasn't that WB at the time? It probably was one? WB at the time. I couldn't remember sure. what it was called, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it wasn't CW yet. I know that. No, it was WB. It probably, right. it probably was WB. Pretty sure. I think Channel 11 was WB. Um, cool. I, Dan, you made a face when he said the Batman. Oh, no. That's when I started realizing that all of these movies were he was listening were like the the ones that we used to have on the TV constantly. Oh, okay. Kids. That's that's what that face was. I, not yeah. not not 90, 80, 90. No, no, no. He was just reacting to the stuff you said previous to oh, it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, he met the new one. It, yeah, it wasn't related to that person. Yeah. But like awesome. when you said like plane trains, automobiles, I was like, yeah, there's no one. <laughs> oh, I love that movie so much. I cannot wait to watch 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 the the stuff that they cut. <laughs> you're watching it's gonna be crap <laughs> i watched i watched one clip from it and it's john candy like he's eating he's like smoking in one hand and eating a chili dog in the other it's in the airport scene uh at the very beginning of the film and he like dropped a bit of chili like rolls off the hot dog and he like is trying to like flick it into the trash can and i was laughing my ass off it, i i cannot that's wait. great cannot that's wait. awesome very cool um yeah, unav- well, we, as you can see, I'm not home. The The original plan was for me to be at my parents this weekend, but we're not. Uh, Z- Zuko seems like he has kennel cough, although the moment after we took him to the vet, he started being perfectly fine. Maybe uh, maybe Zuko isn't like your parents. He well, that's what he, he, he was like, he didn't want to travel and all this stuff. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, he, he had a cough for a few days and... Um, and the doctor was like, it's best to not let him near other dogs. And my sister has a dog. So we decided not to go. So we're home. Oh, we're, you know, uh, we're not at my parents' house. We're in uh, in our apartment. We had a nice sushi Thanksgiving. That was that was our <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, turkey roll? Uh, turkey no, roll. I, didn't, I didn't have uh, any turkey roll. I'm sure that they, they might have. You could make something. it. Why not? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it counts we do sushi, have leftover. Tu- I'll tell you this. We have a ton of leftover sushi. Uh, sorry. We have a ton of turkey still <laughs> left over from our Friendsgiving, which happened last Saturday. Yeah. I mean, you already had. You had a huge-ass Friendsgiving. That, so yeah, like, you're that was, set. Yeah. yeah I, we, had our, we had our turkey. Yeah. And uh, I tell you this. I've never made a turkey before. Mm. But apparently... This turkey changed people's lives. There you uh, go. Brooke's, Brooke's sister, her boyfriend, apparently, they were on the phone yesterday, her sister and her. And she's like, oh, my God. her boy." She was like, my boyfriend won't shut up about the turkey. <laughs> and like how good it was. And I was like, great. Awesome. So, no, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> I had, a, had, a, had, had my fill of uh, Thanksgiving already. So it wasn't too much of a, a, a upsetting thing. But it's funny because you know, Chris, as 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 I'm sure you'll talk about, you played a ton of uh, a ton of Pokemon. Oh and yeah. My my whole plan was I'm gonna play as much Ragnarok before I go to my parents because I'll take my Switch with me and that will be the majority of my Pokemoning. And yeah. uh, so I ha- I have not made it as far in, but uh, you you are very very high on the game, and I'm I'm excited to hear your thoughts outside of just text yeah. messages. Yeah. Well, I, uh, so I had my birthday last week, so I went up to see my brother because my mom was there as well, my niece, and we all have our birthday one day apart. So I did like a six hour turnaround drive, like to basically up towards SF and then back like a couple days apart. Um, we, we, I was telling Dan before the show, we're going to go, uh, to the star Wars galaxies edge, but we're not going this week for my birthday. We're going to wait a little bit because it's the busy, it's like one of the top busiest weeks of the year to go. Um, so we just chilled, 
I should have probably like just put my head down into God of War and played it because I was home all week and it, I'm going to be going to New York next week. So it's like <laughs> lots, oh, of, I, lots of opportunity to bring right. Switch. It's like, oh, I should <laughs> I should just play Pokemon while I'm away next week and play. Gar but what happened was because I was, you know, up away, I brought my Switch with me and I started playing Pokemon. I got addicted. Um, two things. Mm. It's not a good looking game and there are parts of it that look ugly. And it also is a game that doesn't have great performance. And there are moments where it has bad performance and actual like glitches. Although I haven't had any like game breaking glitches and crashes. Although I know some people have <laughs> had that, that that's not, but that's not like the widespread issue. It's mostly that there's like a lot of frame dips. Sometimes it gets like really slow or laggy. Um, and like people think it looks hideous. What I would say about that is, and I was on that boat because the way people were previewing it, Tom, uh, I, last week on the podcast, I was like, this is a fucking joke. It shouldn't look like this. Shouldn't run like this. Like, fuck this, fuck that. Then you start playing it and very quickly realize there are sections of this game that actually also look very good and run great. And most of the time, it's somewhere in between where it doesn't run great and it doesn't look great, but it's also fine. Like, it's fine. It doesn't really feel, most of the time, it doesn't really feel like it runs much worse than Sword or Shield. You know, and that game had plenty of hitches and slowdowns and, like, lower frame rate areas, especially in the wild area. Um, there, are, there are plenty of parts of it where the environment looks fantastic and looks good, but there are a lot of parts of it that, there are plenty <laughs> of parts of it that do. But once, I, so I've noticed a thing, everywhere that's, like, on the outer edge of the, the map, feels like a lot better both in performance and visuals and it also depends on like the lighting like if you have like the basic day lighting everything looks really flat and ugly and when you get like the more interesting lighting and shadows the game suddenly looks a lot better there was this uh moment i was in a i was in a pokemon battle yeah. and um it was uh like the 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 dead of night it was uh, like in in game happening yeah. and there was this uh my my Pokemon was doing, you know, it's just it's sitting there like bobbing like back sure. and forth. And uh I it was like kind of distracting because I realized that the moonlight was like actually like refracting and coming mm -hmm. through. And as it was bobbing, it kept like the screen kind of kept flashing. So I had to like thank God you can like move the camera angle mm -hmm. um around so you can change the angle because it was a little bit like it yeah. was simultaneously annoying, but at the same time I realized like Oh, there's like some stuff happening here, like with the lighting that is actually like a, a glimpse of what could be. Yes, <laughs> I guess. <And> that, <laughs> I mean, that's that's I think the biggest problem is everyone knows what they want the game to be. And there's moments in it where I'm like, oh, shit, this is what the if the whole game looked like this area, this game would look great. And if it all ran mm -hmm. like this area, but it, it is a lot of like. There's very small amounts of it that are, are I think, really good. There's, I think, a little bit more that look really bad or run really poorly. But I think most of it is kind of in the middle of like, oh, it gets a little framey when I get around a lot of Pokemon or like, oh, this area doesn't look great, but like that mountain's really cool. And like some of I this mean, looks we, nice and there's a lot we, of foliage talked, here. I love, we told, we came to the same conclusion when we were texting about it of like, they should just go for the, <laughs> they should just go for the stop motion look and then yeah, it will yes. run great. <laughs> yes, yeah. Like the animations Like and just stuff. commit to it. Because that's yeah. that's that I think that th that for me is the thing is like the disparity between 
you know, my character model runs for the most part really well and looks great. And the Pokemon models look great. Yep. But it's when it's like there's stuff that looks great in the immediate vicinity. And then six feet away from that is yep. like everything's moving at half the speed. Uh, blocks of color are just like like flat blocks of color. Um so like maybe just commit or do or commit to a, a less realistic art that, style. This something. is what I mean. It's like this game clearly just needed more time. They needed. I mean, obviously, like, look, this development team just never went through the growing pains of like what every other development team did when like they moved to like the 360 and they're like, oh, we're trying an open world game for the first time. Oh, we're doing it. And they didn't bring in teams that didn't outsource to another team who's like very good at that stuff. And they should have and could have done those things, but they didn't. Um, yep. So it's not necessarily an excuse. However. The game most of the time runs perfectly fine. It's not going to, it doesn't run great, but it runs perfectly fine. And they, it looks, it looks fine, but it's not good. It's not great, but it's also not busted and broken nearly in the way that people want to present it is online. Because quite frankly, once that became a meme, everyone just went out of their way to try and find clips and glitches because what do you think is going to get better numbers on TikTok? Like what's going to get better numbers on Twitter yeah, and on YouTube, right? Yeah, so, I'm enjoying those though. Like they're fun to watch. Like, they are fun to watch. I was watching one battle. Uh, like the Pokemon are battling. This little girl is just in the background, not involved. She just walks right through. And yeah. like, perfectly timed for like an attack. <laughs> so, I like, so, I, but I like that though. I like the fact that it, it occurs in a world, you know, you see yes. while, you're battling, while you're battling Pokemon, you see like uh, other Pokemon still like going about their business, but there was like one. There was like one. Would Pokemon they, battle Would they just go about their business? Wouldn't they be like, "There's a fight going on. I might like just watch that." But the Pokemon Ooh. usually do. The Pokemon usually back away when you start a fight, but they'll still stay around it and watch the. You know, yeah. That, there's 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 been Pokemon that have, like I remember one. That, I mean, this is what like... everyone wanted, right? You wanted the battles to happen where you are. You didn't want to be yeah. instanced into another thing. And now that it does, people are mad because they're like, "Well, why is this Pokemon over here?" It's like, because he was fucking over there when you started fighting. <laughs> that 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 was one. That was one that annoyed me though, where it was like a mix of like. Oh, I'm frustrated at this because like it's it's kind of getting in the way of the battle, but it is also like what I like about the game is one thing that they did double down on, I feel, from Arceus is like the Pokemon the Pokemon have personalities and they have yeah. behaviors based yes. on the Pokemon. Like certain Pokemon travel in packs, some Pokemon are very solitary. One of the ones that you'll run into is Taurus, who has a Paldean, a black, it's a black Taurus. It's mm -hmm. very cool. Yeah, it is. Super uh, cool. They somehow figured out a way to make Taurus one of the coolest Pokemon even cooler and they made a matte black yeah um and one of and the 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 kind of behavior that it has is it will charge you yep. uh and like and start a battle and that that's what had happened it, yeah there's a couple of aggressive them. ass pokemon that there was a there was um a, a horde of them and i was just kind of like trying to mind my own business and one of them like charged right into me and uh initiated a battle but in the middle of the battle I have the other Taurus in the pack also charging my character. So yeah. like sometimes it'll like a Taurus will like be in the middle as we're trying to battle or like literally on top of me. So I'm like animated in the side of the Taurus. So there's a lot of, there is that thing, you know, what someone put online, um, you know, and, and as much as I've read things back and forth where it's like Nintendo doesn't put any pressure on Game Freak to to put them out in a certain cadence. But at the same time, there is also the thing of like Pokemon is such a huge franchise that that there has, you know, the release of the games affects the movies. It affects the TV show. It affects the card game uh, and vice versa. Like there always needs to be 
from a capitalist perspective, a new generation of Pokemon happening every three years in order to launch new merch, in order to launch the There's other also always new kids like looking to play new Pokemon. Right. So you know? there is there There's is always a, a new generation of kids where this is their first Pokemon game. That there is a uh there is just like this, you know, when I was playing, I was like, oh, capitalism once again the enemy yeah. of, of everything here Tom pretends he hates capitalism Tom i know today i texted so the guys i was like i think i like capitalism because i got a, a a new i got the target credit card yeah <laughs> i was and when it, it was like yeah five percent back at target i was like i love spending and acquiring <laughs> capital uh, <laughs> so anyway but you're you're super far into it yeah you're so- so, yeah, I mean, I, that's why I wanted to get the performance glitch stuff, because that's dominated the conversation. And I think that sucks because it honestly, here's the thing. And this is the important thing. Guess what? The frame rate being kind of hitchy and sometimes laggy doesn't fuck up with the gameplay because it's a turn based fucking battling game. This mm-hmm. isn't like if you were playing Grand Theft Auto or Halo and you're trying to shoot something and the, the lag affects you. It doesn't affect your gameplay at all in the slightest bit. It doesn't not even a little bit. So once you get used to it. Like once you're playing it for more than an hour, a lot of these things became invisible to me, you know, like I'm not realizing like, oh, this should look better because I'm like, okay, this is what the game looks like. And then when you get to the areas that look awesome, I'm like, this is fucking cool. Um, And I really don't care about like, there's so many goddamn clips of NPCs who are walking around who clip through other things, which you mentioned, Dan. And it's like funny the first or second time, but it's also like, that is like, if people think that this is showing a game is broken, that is the most trivial like inconsequential problem the game could have and like that means you just don't give a shit about the actual game if that's going to be the thing that keeps you from playing it because not only do you not interact with those people ever but like they're they're like they're not even as relevant as sprinkles on a fucking ice cream cone like they are (laughs) the least relevant possible part of this game and they are probably the most broken thing in it so like not a big problem um the gameplay is everything everyone's ever fucking wanted like this is the game that everyone has always talked about. This is the Breath of the Wild Pokemon game. You can catch a Pokemon fucking anywhere. You can go anywhere you want in the game, whenever you want. You can play gym in any order. Now, the gyms don't scale, which I think is unfortunate, but you can go anywhere in the game that you want at any time. There are fucking Pokemon everywhere of every kind. They're so abundant that now it doesn't matter like what Pokemon you have on your team there isn't necessarily like a like oh these are the clear like everyone's gonna have these four pokemon on their team because there are so many diverse pokemon who are powerful from the jump that you can get within the first like hour or two that a lot of people are gonna have very different teams and you might even just prioritize using the new pokemon because there's so many of them that are powerful and are good i have never ever since i was a kid fainted in a pokemon game Never. <laughs> it has happened to me twice in this game because they actually made it challenging. It, and is, the, it is more challenging, which is great. The only reason that you're going to be overleveled in this is if you are like, I'm going to go on every route. I'm going to walk through every path. I'm going to battle every trainer. And guess what? The trainers don't auto battle you. You can walk right up in front of their face. You can run into them with your legendary Pokemon. They're not going to battle you unless you press a button and interact yeah. and talk. And so unless you're like, I need to battle every person, every one of these places. You're not going to be overleveled at all. In fact, there are several people like I just did the last fight I'm going to do before I go do the uh, like Pokemon tournament and the Elite Four and everything. And I only had one. It was a six on six fight. He knocked out five of my six Pokemon. 
my Pokemon were like a level higher than this guy's. So like the battles are really much more intense yeah, than they've it, ever been before. It's more challenging. You're definitely like having to think strategically about like, am I going to swap this Pokemon out? Like, is this the right move? Like you do have to think about that more. I will. And I mean, it's something we texted about as well. I, I will disagree. I don't think it is the 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 final issues aside, technical issues aside. I still don't think this is the fully breath of the wild go anywhere Pokemon, as we've discussed with the fact that there is no leveling, you know, uh, and all that. Like you can well level go... scaling, but but level scaling becomes introduces a whole bunch of other problematic elements when it comes to JRPGs or anything that is a level system. That's why most of them don't do it. I don't but think the, that'll ever happen. I don't think that should be a prerequisite for a Breath of the Wild style game. But in Breath of the Wild, you have every, you know, one of the things they talked about, you know, that game, one of the, the reason why that, from a design perspective, why, mm -hmm. I don't know if it was Miyamoto himself or who, whomever it may have been, but it was someone that worked on Breath of the Wild said, you know, we we didn't want to restrict the player in any way. Once, once they got all four abilities uh, to manipulate puzzles and, and open sure. areas, we wanted to make sure that they could literally go anywhere to the game and do the thing. There was nothing impeding them. And this game doesn't have that. Uh, not only from a level perspective, like, you know, I went to a gym, you know, mm -hmm. I took when I, when I first left the main city and, and the school and everything, I went to uh, the West. I took out what I think is like the easiest gym in the game from a level perspective. And then I looked at the map and I was like, oh, there's a gym in the very Southwest corner mm -hmm. um, that is like away from everything else. Let me go tackle that. And uh, I initially, I was like, oh, actually it's very hard to get to because there's water in between and you don't have the ability to cross rivers or anything initially. You have to go beat a Titan in order to do that. And even after I had done that, it was also like, okay, now actually all these Pokemon, they're in their forties. So there's like nothing you can really, I didn't have any kind of like uh, a leeway to, to, to go tackle uh, not only the Pokemon on the trail or the yeah, trainers, but I, but I think that's an, an inherent issue to uh, a turn-based RPG that has leveling. And I don't think sure. there's any way to overcome that. I mean, I, I would be interested to see what level, like how... I haven't it, seen any video game overcome that, would be my... And the other thing is, is, like, with all the technical issues that these games have, like, uh, them trying to implement, like, a level scaling system sounds like a nightmare. Sure. Like, probably would end up being, like, inefficient but it doesn't have like everyone that plays this game it wasn't like breath of the wild where mm -hmm. we were playing and it was literally like oh you went and did this like i haven't even been there yet like uh you know uh oh that thing you did within the first 10 minutes i did in the sure. final 100 yeah, but that's hours a bit, okay but, but everyone is, is going to have look a you're, kind you're of taking my point out of through. context because you're comparing it to a very different kind of game and the things that you're talking about i don't think are inherently possible in i mean Pokemon. you were the one that said this is the breath of the wild <laughs> of Pokemon. Uh, allow me to finish allow me to finish no. you're taking it out uh, of context you're directly comparing it to a game that is a completely different style of play that is not 
directly comparable. I was saying it in the thing that everyone wanted, where you can go anywhere and do anything in a Pokemon world. That means that things are going to be different because it's in the context of Pokemon, not in the context of Zelda. And in the context of a JRPG where you have a leveling system where there are there are no like I show me one that that works great that people point to. People talk about level scaling all the time. And then there's always people that are detractors that say, well, level scaling has problems. And then I've never seen anyone that argument be like this game, this game and this game, JRPG or RPG that has a leveling system that does it right. And I think that's because inherently it doesn't really work. So inherently, like you can't just be like, well, you could do this in Zelda. It's like, well, yeah, but Zelda is a puzzle action adventure game. So there are things that mechanically you could do that you could ever do in Pokemon. So when I say Breath of the Wild, I'm saying in that it completely reinvigorated the franchise. This game is a like as far as I'm concerned, this is almost a reboot of the franchise. Every single quality of life change in this game is so massive in the way that it works. Um, the fact that now, for the first time ever, there are the equivalent of 18 gyms in the game. Because not only are there the eight gyms, but there's the Star Trek where you are taking on the enemies in the game. And each one of those has a gym-style boss that you have to beat. And each one of those is also a type. Like, the gyms are always a type. Then there's also the Titans, which is the exact same thing. So you're going to go up against one of each of the 18 types in the game, which is something people have asked for for a long time. Breeding is completely changed. You can do it anywhere that you want at any time. You can catch Pokemon on the fly very easily. Um, you can battle Pokemon whenever you want. You don't have, there's no more random battles. You can fight trainers if you want. You don't have to fight against the trainers. The actual stories like in the game for the first time ever matter and are consequential and are like interesting. That's never yeah, happened in a Pokemon good. game. The, the story so far and I hear it just gets better. But then the environment actually does have a bunch of hidden stuff there. I don't know if you found any of them yet, Tom, but there are 10 like points of interest on the map for you to locate. And now I've like, as I've been exploring more and more, there are like ruins that you can find. There's also a complete like sub story that's happening that like, if you're, first of all, if you're not doing the school, if you're not going to take classes right now and you're playing the game, go back to the school, go yeah, take you your classes. School, so. You should absolutely make sure you do the history class, finish your history class, because if you don't, <laughs> you're going to miss out on a very important part of the game. So there's all these things that are in the game that like, I've never really like, other than like, oh, I want a living Dex. I've never been compelled to catch all the Pokemon because it was always difficult. It was hard to find them. You didn't know where they were. Like there were so many things. They've gotten rid of all of those barriers. Another thing, Pokemon's always been too easy. First time ever, I'm getting knocked out. I'm having challenges. I have to think about what I'm doing with the Pokemon. What's something that's always been a barrier to that, to like the techniques of the game. If you wanted to play Pokemon as a competitive game, you had to learn like the EV system. There's all this like grinding with breeding that you had to do. They've minimized a lot of that with the items that you get in the game now. They've also made it that you can breed whenever you want. There's no daycare. You can do it. You can get an egg wherever you are at any time. But then the best part about that is you used to, if like you nicknamed your Pokemon, you had to go for a fucking like nickname guy to change it. You can do that on the fly. The other thing you can do on the fly, you can change your moves on the fly at any time. You for, you're like, I don't want to learn this move right now. Forget it. Actually, later on, I want to go back. I can just click on that Pokemon. And I don't need to go to a computer. I don't need to go to a Pokemon Center. Where I am at any time, if there's something you want to do, you can do it in the game. And I that's like always been the, the biggest uh... problem with these games, right? You've always been, anytime you want to facilitate something in a Pokemon game, you had to go to a Pokemon Center, or you had to go to a Pokemart, or you had to go to the Move Learner, or you had to go... Everything was like locked and siloed in these boxes to keep you from doing anything that was like interesting or more like in depth or advanced. And for the first time ever, they've given you the tools to do all of those things and simplified them and made them forward for people that probably didn't even like fuck with those things. 
because they were either obtuse or hard to find or you didn't even know they were there. So like, that's what I'm saying is like when this is the Breath of the Wild Pokemon game is it's the game where you're in an open world. There's 400 Pokemon just fucking roaming free and you can go catch any of them anytime you want. If you want to go for the ones that are over leveled, it's going to be hard. But Tom, there are places where I didn't think I could get to them, but I was able to traverse my way there just out of like sheer like brute force. I was like, I want to go to that fucking <laughs> the backwards place. Backwards jumping, I, and, uh, but I did it. Thing. Yeah. And I had to avoid. I had to. So I did it when I was like level eighteen. I was like, I want to fucking go here. And I went to a place. I don't think it was the same one as you, but I went to a place. I wanted to go up to like where the snowy area was, and there mm-hmm. are level forty Pokemon there. And I was like, I got wrecked twice trying to do that. On the third time, I made it to the top. I got to the peak. I was able to save at that Pokemon Center. So, like, you're able to get to these places, but sometimes you kind of have to, like, make your way around to do it. So uh, that's what I'm saying is when I'm saying it's the Breath of the Wild Pokemon game. As far as, like, if you want Pokemon to suddenly be, like, this unique experience of, like, when you have your experiences, everyone's story could be different. I mean, it is in, a, in, a, in like, a order of operation, sure, with Zelda, but, like, there's still everyone has the same shrines, right? Like, it's not like any of the things are unique to anyone's game. So it's just the order in which you do things. I'm sure you could find a way to do that, but I don't think level scaling is going to be the way to do it. I think they probably need to look at, like, the trainers have different, you know, level scaling. Maybe they need to work on, like, every area has, like, low and high Pokemon. There's probably ways around that. But it's probably not as clear and dry as, like, copy paste Zelda. I feel like this is the, you know. I mean, you know, you know, a lot of the when you talk about i think of a lot of people have a lot of obviously a lot of opinions on pokemon and at the end of the day you know with game development especially working on the biggest franchise ever like it's it's always way more complicated than uh than you you right you 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 don't know unless you're making it like how complicated it can be and um you know so i i think that this game has things for me in it that uh, are significant improvements uh, with um, the quality of life stuff. You know, one of the things, you know, you talk about moves. I actually, I, I the, move, the move pool is great where you can, you know, not teach a move and then teach it later or take mm-hmm. moves that you've not taught them. I like the fact that it recommend, you can do like a, you hit X and it recommends. Yep. Oh, you, 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 there's this move, like there's this move you have right now. If you were, this is, this would be the best thing to replace it with, or actually don't teach it. You have a really good move set right now, comparative to, I don't know how it's really fit. Com- I don't know how it's computing it. Somehow it always like seems to know what my gut instinct is. Like I always hit that X, like recommend, and you like 99% of the time it is what I think think i was gonna do like i'm not gonna teach it yeah i I don't know if it if they like have something that looks at it or if they just know like someone went through and was like these are the recommended best order and depending on what your pool is that's what it does oh they're like you don't need growl like we all know it you don't need growl get rid tail whip get it out of here (laughs) like um, pokemon it was but someone had they had the move spit up and the suggested (laughs) replacement was swallow no way. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's that. There's that Swalot Pokemon. There is Swalot. Yeah, he is yeah. in the game as well. <laughs> yeah, Swalot's like, in there. Golpin. Golpin. Yeah, in gave, there. I, I, I gave you. I traded. I traded you. Uh, I traded you one. Yes, you did. Um, yeah. So, um, I I think there's a ton of stuff in here. I think there's. Well, I would say I totally expected the game to have it, the issues that it has. 
sure. I did not expect it to have a lot of the quality of life stuff that is in there. And I think that for the most part, it's 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 really good. Um, and yeah, the game the gameplay is the best it's ever been. And uh, and for me, the thing that's surprising is like the story. The story uh, is you know, especially after Sword and Shield, which was so it was so bad, flat. Yeah. It was one of yeah. the worst Pokemon stories. Not because it was even bad. It was just like so. I didn't care. It did almost wasn't there until care. the end of the game. It, like I feel like the yeah, story sort of the shield doesn't even show up till like, and then it the tries and then the it game. tries to like have a big twist at the end yeah. where it's like oh actually this is what's happening and I'm like it doesn't I didn't have any emotional connection to anything so like yeah. it just completely falls flat. Well, Wolfsaw in the chat says I just want outfits. That is something that is like a little frustrating. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the the customization aspect of it has like gone is like because you have to wear your school uniform so like, you can only change what season of your school uniform you have and it's the the colors yeah. can't be changed so good luck if you got scarlet you got this like really like pumpkin orange in yeah it's, it's a little half baked that part is a little half baked uh, i was a little annoyed when i couldn't change my clothes however yeah. like we didn't even mention auto battling Right, like that's a huge deal. There's a ton of that's a fight with cars. You can absolutely there's a engine car Pokemon in this one. There absolutely is. There's one hundred percent. You will fight with cars, yes. But I I was referring to how and now Tom, I know you wanted um the auto catching, but I really think that it doesn't make sense in a game that uh prioritizes battling, um like Arceus had. I think I just don't know why you couldn't have both, but that's that's just my argument. Because I I just think it trivializes the catching of the Pokemon. I, I, I feel like auto battling, like in the same way you can make an argument that auto battling trivializes the battling of the Pokemon. Like the, these are both quality of life improvements. There is no, I don't think there's necessarily a good argument for auto catching regardless. Well, though, no, because from look from a mechanic standpoint, right? Catching the Pokemon in this is not like, so the battling is important, but you can't auto battle if you're under leveled or you're the wrong type. Your Pokemon is just going to get downed. It's not going to work. So the right. auto battling is meant to solve the grind. That is what the auto battling is there for. If this game doesn't want you to grind because also if you're grinding in this game, you're going to over over level. And if you just want to be over leveled and like blast through the game, then you can. But that's not how you should play this game. So that's why they put the auto battling in. It's like you you want to use a different Pokemon because we have 400 for you to choose from. You got to level them up quick. Cool. We can throw an auto battling like we'll also give you the raids that you can do so you can get like rare candies and like xp ups like really fast so that we can you can use any team you want and not have to spend hours trying to get them you know up to speed with the rest of your team so if i have a pokemon and i'm auto battling it with it it's because at that point i know this pokemon can wipe out all of these other guys but if i'm auto catching you have auto catching for anything then like oh here's a hundred pokemon that like i don't even need to interact with and i can just throw pokeballs at them and catch them that like trivializes a huge part, a component of the game, I think. And I think like they understand that you don't want to spend a ton of time knocking every Pokemon's health down to have to catch them every time, which is why as you get more bad badges, it gets easier to catch Pokemon and you unlock more balls that make it easier to catch Pokemon. So you'll eventually be at the point where it's like, all right, I'm at over 200 Pokemon caught. I've caught 241 Pokemon at this point. I can by the quick balls which in my opinion are the best pokeball because you can throw it first it has like the best catch rate you're going to have if you throw it immediately without battling but once you catch more like a lot of pokemon and you have the full badge count 
it is just easier because the game knows like, hey, we're not going to make you work as hard now to catch the Pokemon. But earlier in the game, when you're still battling and you're leveling up, it's more important for you to like go through and fight the Pokemon, learn what type they are, like interact with them. Because otherwise, like at some point, like if there's auto battling and there's auto catching, like when are we just going to make the shift away from a turn based game? Right. Like that's that's, I think, like where you have to go with that next step if you do that. Because I think it takes you out of the battle mode too much. Because you're not usually fighting a, a Pokemon in the wild for XP because you get less XP for, for fighting them. So you're doing it to cash them. So that's why I think auto-catching doesn't make sense in a game that isn't based around Pokemon Go like Arceus was. But they have the auto-battling to get you through the sludge of like, I need XP. Like, I need to level up this Pokemon. So that's that's I think from there like a mechanic standpoint there's actually a very clever reason as to why it's not there. But you don't see it at first because you enjoyed it in Arceus and you're a big Pokemon Go guy so I also see why you would want auto catching because you like that style of gameplay. Well I just I, you know it's just one of those things where it's like there are there are Pokemon that I'm just catching simply to have caught them and, right. and have them in my decks. And so it's like but I I mean one of the nice things is again there is no like intro exit animation for battles the oh, thank the, god the the pokeballs are not in a menu right like they yep. are they do have that thing that was an arceus where it's like cool the pokeballs are right there you press x you select the pokeball you want you can throw it so it, at the end of the day like it isn't like a deal breaker it's just like and and i i understand you know i think you make a good point for for why it isn't in there it's just one of those things where it's like that's one of the few like quality of life improvements that was in Arceus that like yeah. isn't present here yes and I wouldn't be surprised if both auto battling and the auto catching are in, in gen 10 yeah uh, I mean uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see but I think um, you can do it but I think you have to rethink how you do it because I think at a certain point you don't want everything to be automated because then the game loses a lot of its charm right you know unless they have the thing you know a, a simple solution would be like cool we're gonna add the um and what you know, I mentioned to, I told you like the fact that like uh you know press X when you're in the Pokedex and you can get rewards for every ten that you've captured. Yes, which is similar a little bit to what Arceus has, where it was like you're leveling up, kind of like a collector's level, and if you're playing Marvel Snap, yeah, where it's like uh you know there each Pokemon has a certain entry like battle it with this type, catch it with this ball, catch it during the day. Um, if they, if they, I wouldn't mind if they like added that, you know, give me more of an excuse to like catch multiple of the same yes. time or like catch both genders, catch all the variants of one Pokemon. Um, if they added that back in, that would like maybe solve that problem of like why you wouldn't include it. Uh, we'll, we'll slow in the chat brings up a question though. Uh, and you can join live if you are a supporter of Patreon, patreon.com forward slash unranked podcast. When we record these, you can join us live uh, like Wolf's Law. He says, have either of y'all ventured into the co-op? Chris and I did some trading. Yeah. So Brigatito <laughs> and Quaxley. Okay. So uh, I, should, yeah. I should mention, I said I was going to pick Foy Coco. I did. Typically in Pokemon games in the past, you could not use any online features until at least like the second or third gym. Sometimes you couldn't do like online trades until the end of the game. Games that had wonder trade, it was usually like once you get past a couple gyms. This is the first, at least that as mean? far as I remember. In what? the original game, you could you could trade on the line all you wanted. As uh, long as you had the, you, the connector. 
you still had to get to a certain point in that game before you could. Oh, really? You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You mind. at least, I think, had to get to the first gym because you had to go to like a Pokemon Center, right? <laughs> like, whereas now you can just do anything anywhere in the game. Um, so I did a surprise trade. I keep calling it Wonder Trade because that's what it used to be called. They changed it to surprise trade. I sat there on the after I got to the first gym and I realized I could do it immediately. And I just, I surprise traded for, I don't know, maybe like 45 minutes, an hour. I'm not really sure how long it took until I got the other two starters because surprise trade. I just put up any fucking Pokemon I want and someone else does too. And then you get one and there's always people who are like farming these Pokemon and just sending them out to randos. So I knew if I just sat there and just kept trading away, whatever I got. And then, you know, until I got the two I wanted, once I got them, then I bred new versions because I'm a freak and I hate that my Pokemon. Game has, I am a game freak. <laughs> I hate when you get a Pokemon from another player and it says um, like the original trainer name and it's not yours. So I took those and then I bred my own Pokemon with them. So that, and then I bred a bunch more so I could send them to Matt, to Emily, to Tom, Therese, uh, to my cousin, <laughs> to to Patrick, who we've had on the show before. It's Hedrick Archer Society. Did you send one of them to Peg John Murphy? uh yeah to peg john murphy uh oh my god (laughs) (laughs) so i've got i've got those pokemon now but but tom and i were gonna play so i'm playing like ash ketchum because i've got all three starters and i'm still getting bodied by people sometimes tom and i were gonna play but then just timing didn't work out we do need to try it i haven't tried it i do want to try some of the call that that seems to be where some of the biggest issues that, uh, that doesn't ahead. shock me and we we were having we were having issues even just trying to trade uh it's saying like it kicking us from the trade yeah. it kicked it kicked that, off, that's, this is the one thing where i'm shit. like i blame this on nintendo because i have this in every nintendo fucking yeah game every internet. online is, experience on, on any nintendo game is uh, i have no expectation of having a good online experience on a nintendo console whatsoever it doesn't matter who made the game even smash brothers like the amount of times like yeah we got some good matches in but now oh we had a fourth person join our fight it's fucking laggy as shit oh people are getting dropped oh we're you gonna use items sorry it's not gonna be a good good experience for anyone if you're using items yeah. It's just, you know, Nintendo's online kind of so, blows. I want to I definitely want to g- give it a go. Um and, yeah. and hopefully we can we can get we can get some some fun out of it. I'm sure that there'll be moments of that uh and hopefully not have too many issues. But no, we have not jumped into the union. And that was the thing, it's like I sent Chris like a, an invite code. I was like, here's the invite code. And you were like, are you in the trading thing? Like, that's how we have to. I was like, oh, yeah. it's separate from the union. So, like, it's a separate, exp- like, you have to go into the poker portal versus the thing at the. And I'm just like, and uh, anyway, um, they need to make that shit easier. Also, like at this point, why can't I just send you a Pokemon? Why do we have to do a trade? Yeah. Why can't I just be like, hey, I hatched these three Pokemon for you. You're my friend on this game. Let me just send Pokemon or items to my friends. That should 100% be a thing in the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't know why indeed. it's not. It should indeed. But I'm glad um, I'm saying that instead of like, there's so many, I, I just can't get over all the quality of life changes. Things I never thought about. Like they just made it so easy to play the game finally. Like you, you don't, I just don't feel like I'm fighting against the game. It's so nice. Also the whole, I will say this, Tom, as far as like go anywhere, do anything, you can Google the correct order of like what to play in this game as far as like gyms and stuff. I think you should just so you have an idea of like what order you should be doing stuff and tackling stuff in only because you don't want to end up accidentally making like, oh, well, I'm just doing the gyms right now because the way they present it, like which path are you going to take? is kind of a lie. 
it's actually all three of them are happening concurrently and they all yeah, have, you have like low, mid and high level battles. battles. Yeah. So you kind of want to, I, I wish the game kind of nudged you more in which direction to go as you're playing, because had I not looked that up and I didn't do it in the full correct order, I did everything within like one or two of like semi. Where, yeah. 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 I, there, I would have come back and I was like, fuck this team star stuff. I, that's what I thought originally. I was like, fuck this team star stuff. Like I don't, I never really care about the villain things. I'll just anyway, do that later yeah. when I'm like really like I'll just go to that later at the end. Yeah. Had I done that, it would have been so boring for me. It would have been incredibly boring because I would have been uh, other than the last one, because I would have just been too strong for several of them. And it would have just felt like, oh, I'm just trying to get through this now versus playing it. And if you're playing it along, it's kind of like each one of these feels like a gym that you're going up against, which is like way more compelling than anything Pokemon's done before with that, you know, at least since like the original games. I feel like the first Pokemon game had like one of the best villains in it, you know, with Team Rocket and had puzzles and things like that. This doesn't do that, but this actually is like a good, good story. It is the school story, basically, is what. Yeah, I think I think I think from everything that I've seen from it so far, it definitely reads as like we know that like we the the least interesting thing in these games especially recently is like the the villain team yeah so we're just gonna like have these like very smaller kind of like sprinkled experiences through the through the game rather than like try to try to make you care about it um i gotta say I, i like the writing though with them and like i like i like the writing overall and actually that's something that i thought uh, both Arceus by and Sword and Shield. Sword and Shield, even the story sucks. Like the, the actual like writing and the characters. Uh, Arceus surprised me because I remember playing Arceus and being like, "Wow, they're like making jokes about." There's like a meta joke about Pokemon yes. at a heart of the lot of the lore and like stuff like that. And uh, I'm happy to see that in uh, these games as well. Uh, from from what I've seen so far. Um, anyway, yeah, Pokemon. I mean, look, we don't need to. Uh, yeah. no, no matter no matter which uh, side of the aisle we fall on this, ten million copies in three days. It is That's the crazy. biggest success in Nintendo Nintendo's history. Not just Pokemon. I mean, obviously, yeah. Pokemon. If it's Pokemon's history, it's Nintendo's history because Pokemon is their best selling franchise. But ten million copies in three days, like. Even though, and it's funny because it's it's the lowest rated uh, Pokemon mainline game on Metacritic, but it just does not matter. This franchise is uh, is more alive uh, than ever, and uh, you know, so you're probably already playing it. <laughs> if yeah. you're listening, if you're listening to this now, you're probably already playing. But um, even if you're not, if you've been on the fence because you know a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, places and and reviewers had, had a lot to criticize and there is too a lot to criticize yeah, with the technically game. the game like honestly if this game didn't have all these technical issues and it looked nicer i think this game would be in conversations about game of the year oh absolutely like everywhere absolutely. everywhere this would be i'm sure there's some places it is as well you this know? would but this would be like the like you talk about pokemon this would be the game people talk about for the next whatever many years everything would be like oh wait need you know is this going to be another pokemon scarlet and violet like it you would get talked right. about like breath of the wild but because it's not it's probably not going to be till the next one where it feels like that because it probably put off a lot of people <laughs> well we'll see what gen 10 has in store <laughs> in, in three years in 2025 yeah 
Um, do you want to talk about God of War or should we just move on? Because I don't really have. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't really have uh, a lot to say. I'm still like making my way through the game. I think yeah. it's getting better as it's going. Uh, I am. I'm at the this point where I just know there's just been some heartbreaking moments. I I had I, I teared up at a moment that happened the other night. Um, I, I think that this game is is fantastic, but I'm really just taking my time with it. Um, and there's still like a lot to see and do. Yeah. I had a real there was a point though I was fighting um there are these oh, what are they called? I think they're called barbarians or gladiators or something. They're not like the Valkyries. I would say that there's if you played God of War one and mm -hmm. the Valkyries, they're they're a bit more of a step down from that, but that they're still really tough. And there was this fight I was having with one of them. And it was an electric based thing, so it would stun you a lot. And so did there you have was like the... a ground based move to use against it or no, I didn't I didn't I didn't have a ground based move. I was oh. actually fighting it with well, actually, nope, that's a spoiler if you haven't played it. But I was fighting it and um the annoying thing was is it would like stun me. And sometimes if like I did an attack whilst it was doing its stunning attack. So after it stuns you, you have to like rapidly press X to get out of the stun before it can come in close for like a big hit. Um, but sometimes I was finding myself like if I was attacking while it was stunning, the game would force Kratos to finish the attack animation. And then I could after like a few seconds, then I could start trying to get out of the stun and stun which was bullshit. Right. Exactly. Uh, it was bullshit because, you know, I was like rapidly tapping X, but I the game was not allowing me to get out of the stun yet. And like, I literally spent like two, three hours like trying to fucking fight this thing. I was like, I know how to beat it. It's just like the timing on the moves is like killing me. And I, I did eventually do it, but that I was almost about to kill. I was like, oh my God. this is the worst game of the year. You know stop, I mean? stop down the difficulty. Um. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Um. anyway, loving, lo loving that. What's the, what's the other one that I've, Oh, uh, model, uh, Warzone. Um, good, good stuff. Warzone two. It's good. To see, good follow up. Fun, fun times. How much space does it take up compared to the first one? About the same. Uh, I mean, it's a big game. You know, I think it's like sixty gigs if you just have Warzone. Like, just Warzone is sixty gigs. But if mm -hmm. you have like the whole of Modern Warfare and everything, it's it's a hundred something. Jesus. Um, yeah, but you know, Black Friday deals get the. Uh, you know, some of these expansion card expansion cards and all yeah. that. My Xbox asked me real quick. It like it like popped up a notification. It was like, oh, your 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 expansion card. Do you plan on using it with multiple systems or just this one? Oh, interesting. And I was like, so it's asking was gonna, if you're going to cheat on it. Well, I was just like, what is the I was like, why? <laughs> like, well, because if you have a Series matter? S, then you can install your games on the expansion card and you can take it out. Oh, I, under, I, understand, I understand why I would move that. But, you know, why I would do that. But I'm curious as to why the system needed to know whether I would do that. You probably know I mean? formatted a different way. Because that wasn't a feature that was there originally. So Yeah, it would probably feature... need to compartmentalize on there. Some stuff for the other system and some stuff for this one. Yeah. Interesting. It's kind of like the Mac couldn't PC. Do that. It does that sometimes also. Yeah. Well, there we go. So, yeah. Cool. Is there news worth talking about or should we just jump into mail? Let's jump in the mail. Yeah. You can send us emails, email at onrankpodcast.com, or you can go to our questions for the pod. That's in our Discord. There's a link in our show notes. First one. 
Evan Esman, since Thanksgiving is coming up, what is the game that you remember playing as a kid when the family got around and you had all the cousins together? <laughs> Mine's so outdated. Uh, like when I was a kid, this must have been like 1997 or yeah. something like that. My aunt had like a, a Game Boy, like an, the original Game Boy, and the game Tetris was in it. And that was what we were all passing around and playing. Like uh, there wasn't like a better system out yet that was there. We were all my like my aunt's uh, kids are like twenty years older than me, so it was like from when they were younger. So Tetris technically is the answer to this question for me. <laughs> Hell yeah, I mean Tetris is great. Did you do any board games? I feel like this doesn't have to be exclusively video uh, games. Not really. No, we just like hung around the TV and ate chips and mm. bullshitted. Tom. I mean, I don't really have this uh, experience. Oh. Um, I mean, it doesn't I mean, even necessarily play... have to be Thanksgiving, I guess. Then. I mean, we'd play board games and stuff, you know. Um, you know, Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah, Monopoly. Yeah. And uh, uh, we have a game called Tapple, which uh, actually some neighbors of ours uh, also purchased, and we played at our friend's giving. Are you guys aware of, of Tapple? Do you know what this one is? No. Nope. Uh, is it a game it's... where you tap people? It's categories, so it's a it's a circular, it's like plastic circular disc, um, and it has letters, uh, like keys, like mm. like piano keys, all around the the outside of it, and you have a category like video games, and then you take turns naming something video game related. And when you say the thing, whatever the letter starts with, you press the key, and now no one can name anything that is that letter. So controller, boom, hit C, and there's a timer in the middle, and so you're just taking turns. And then when someone is out, you know, when someone can't name anything, the timer buzzes. It's the last person to to name something. If you go through all the letters, there's a a button to like reset, and you just like start naming That's stuff pretty again. Good. Um, so my parents have had that for forever, and that is that is a fan favorite. Um, yeah, I like and that. We've been, we've been playing it here as well, and it's a, it's a ton of fun. Good to have in the house. Um, yeah, gaming wise, though, nothing nothing particularly. I remember playing the fantastic. I would switch off, and it was it was like a Christmas thing mm -hmm. when I would go visit a family. My friend, my my cousin had a PlayStation, like the original PlayStation, and. Uh, they had the Fantastic Four video game that was released in the nineties, and what? Uh, PlayStation. Oh, okay. Well, the yeah. original PS One, and uh, we would just like take to. I just have was very that based on the memories. movie at that point. The no. first one. No, no, no. no. no it just, was like it was like yeah. it's it's an original game. Hmm. Uh, I and I have very vivid memories of playing that in Odd World. Whichever oh my one god, Odd World. Odd World. We would just switch out Fuck. playing that, and I just remember playing for hours and. That was like when I was like, okay, I need to start. I need to start becoming a gamer. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so then this question probably is this. This is very much my experience. If Alex was here, he would also agree. Because um, we always both had our big Italian family with our cousins for every holiday. And uh, I mean, I've spent some holidays with Alex and it was very much the same thing of like playing video games and board games. Um, also a lot of like manhunt tag things like that depending on like not like christmas but more like thanksgiving you would do that um but i will so like we would play a lot of board games video games there's a lot of like mario kart stuff like that you know started with like mario kart on the super nintendo and then you know it would just evolve from there or go up as new games would come out um 
one really weird thing that's like really crazy in retrospect and i think it's hilarious is uh we were like i don't know how it happened but at, at one point either it was like me and my brother got it or me and my brother and my cousin got it um but we got fake money at one point or another when we were like really young like very young and my brother my like cousins like we're all around the same age so like i have an older brother and a cousin who is the same age as him and there's another cousin that's like same age as me and one that's like a year below so we're all roughly you know within a few years of each other and we would play a lot of poker we'd love to play like poker and blackjack and war and at some point or another whatever fake money we had became like a form of currency i'm sure like new fake money was slowly getting injected to it but we weren't like showing up, bringing the fake money and giving everyone some to play. It was like we'd show up and everyone had their fake money from the last time we got together. So it was like cigarettes in prison. And Yes, it became so and it became really crazy <laughs> until one year. And I think I was like 11. My cousin, who was like 10, she she ran out of fake money that night when we were we were all playing poker and she went into her room and she, she took out real cash. <laughs> and the next morning. Uh, Tom, you're muted. The next morning, little like 10, 11 year old me, I was saying something and the parents were already kind of like starting to get fed up with us and the fake money because we were starting to hide our fake money from each other because we didn't, <laughs> like I had duct tape around my box that I stored my fake money in because I didn't want anyone to steal it. But the next morning I said something about how I won $10 the night before. And my parents were like, oh, that's nice. Like kind of being annoyed. And I was like, and I pulled it out and they were like, well, wait a second. That's a real $10 And that was it. They shut it down. They shut the whole oh, ring. Really? The, whole, the whole ring got shut down. They took away all the kids' <laughs> fake money. They were like, this is coming to a stop. This is no more. The gambling ring has been shut down. So we did a lot of a lot of illicit gambling as children. That's what we did, I guess. It's very That's weird. Hilarious. It's very weird in retrospect. But when I was a kid, I thought it was the coolest fucking thing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be. That would be. Especially if you're like, oh, my God, some of this is real money. We, we valued that fake money as if it was real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Psych Mike has a great question for us. What float would you add to the Macy's mm. Thanksgiving Day Parade? And have you seen the video of the Barney float being killed in 1994? I've I've not seen that. I wonder if I, I saw that, that in the past. Wasn't that. that Sonic? Wait, which? Well, there's been a Sonic, couple. Yeah, there's been a couple. I've definitely well, seen them. they had to, like, pop them. Is Barney relevant still? Do they even still have a Barney float? I can't imagine. Uh, probably. Why not? Uh, it seems like an easy enough kid show to keep I going. Mean, they don't make. I don't think don't it's still, Barney anymore. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't think they make. Barney had its last episode twelve years ago. So I'm wondering if that still exists. No, I don't. I don't think they have a Barney float. Uh, what float? I mean, everyone loves, of course, like Pikachu got a float, Goku got a float. Yeah, so yeah, what float? Grogu got a float. Like what floats are we? You're so, floating in a float. So Pick anyway, one. the background on this is in 1997, the balloon handlers lost control of Barney. And uh, yeah, so it basically ends up. Uh, 1997, this says. Getting damn. That's what I said. 1997. Uh, uh, the question said 1994. Oh, yeah. This is 97. I mean, probably just whatever. But this, that has to be what they're referencing. And it looks like a shitty float to begin with, honestly. Wow. Uh, wow. I'm, I'm looking at the video right now. <laughs> these yeah, things are so it's what a what a funny weird thing to have happened like macy's was like we're you know this department <laughs> store inflated, was, but the head we're no gonna start <laughs> the world's like biggest thanksgiving parade and we're gonna have 
fucking giant balloon floats for it. Apparently, Barney's last appearance was 2005, where he only appeared as a balloon. R.I.P. So, uh, what would you bring? You you <laughs> get you, Dan Macy's called you up. They said, Dan, we need one. You only get one. What's it gonna be? Nothing. Nothing explicit. Damn it. You uh, can give us one explicit, <laughs> but one real one. <laughs> okay. Uh, my explicit one is giant blow up sex doll. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, that would be hilarious. That would be funny. Uh, and then regular. Um... <laughs> well, like we have like the Sonic one, but now I want to see the original design Sonic from the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the one from uh, Rescue Rangers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The one that still remains in Rescue Rangers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. That would be funny. With the teeth. I like that. Tom, what would you do? Do they not have a Millennium Falcon? I feel like it's a really easy... I feel like it's a really inconvenient design for a balloon float. I think it would just Why? be ugly, right? It would Why? just look How like a big... any more inconvenient than any of the other designs? Uh, it's hard to make it skinny when you're passing through city skinny. buildings. Because a lot of these are like taller... Or they can lay them down, whereas the Millennium yeah. Falcon's just wide and thin. So mm. it would be hard to turn it if it needed to turn, I guess. Is what that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That, yeah. one's super, that one's super skinny. The B-Wing. Oh, the B-Wing. There you go. I mean, you could do Millennium Falcon. You just I, put it sideways <laughs> so you can tell what it is. <laughs> my whole thing with a lot of the Star Wars ships, and it's part of why, like, as much as I love the idea of having one as a Lego, is I feel like they always just look like a big chunk of gray plastic. And it's a little... Sure. Un- like, I think they're really cool, but it's... A, kind of uninteresting i think like the star destroyer that has like the dark gray and kind of blue is probably the best one to get because also like that one actually has like the way it's built probably looks best um money and fog on this interesting star Dude, Wars. if they built if they built a star destroyer that was like to scale and was like five a blocks long yeah <laughs> that would be amazing uh that would be so that would be sick. very cool that would if be you didn't cool. know what was going on and like the shadow like the shadow pass over you'd be like what the yeah. It's it's a little hard for me to think of like the one thing I'd want because I'm like, oh, well, they already have Star Wars. They have Pokemon. They have anime. So it's already got like a bunch of my hits. Yeah. I mean, um, they have a Power Rangers float. Like I can't, you know. Yeah. Like that's default. cool. So I guess I would want uh, just because it's me and because like it's a stupid answer. I'll say this. I would want the smoke monster from Lost. I just want to try. Amazing. <laughs> try Incredible. How about this? It's specific to only to this episode, but just a float of John Murphy getting pegged. Yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> or John Locke, just as float of John, it's just Terry O'Quinn in his outfit from Lost. It's just, it's just a man. It's nothing. It's just a man. It's, it's Walter White. He's got the, you know, he's got his like suit on. That would be funny. Um, all right, we got one more of these bad boys. What game is from Narcus? What game do you regret not finishing? Oh, so many. I mean, I'll, so I finished it now, but I regret not finishing God of War when I was first playing it because it basically made me take a break and not play the new one. And I could have already been playing or possibly beaten the new one. Um, what? I don't know. Horizon Forbidden West, the game I started yeah, I mean, and that's didn't there. finish. That's there. I mean, there's so, there, there, is, there are so many. Yeah, for me, lot. Breath of the Wild, because I never finished it because my compu- I was streaming it. Oh, that's right. I had that. thing where my, my computer stopped working. And then, then I had to get like the thing replaced. And like five months later, I was like, and now I'm out of it. The, yeah. the thing about Breath of the Wild, though, is like, you know, having beaten the story is that like it's so inconsequential to the 
um like the experience is the exploration and sure. the, and seeing the shrines like the the story itself like finishing it doesn't feel necessarily like a, a massive accomplishment um hmm, i'm i'm how dare you downplay God. my regrets <laughs> i mean look if you want to regret it you can regret it but uh <laughs> um God, there's so many. I mean, like, I never finish a, an Assassin's Creed anymore. I haven't done that in years, and I uh, that always bums me out. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I never there's, beat Halo Five. So oh no, I did, I did, but I didn't beat it for a very long time. <laughs> I'm so paralyzed. By, uh, um, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> I'm so paralyzed. Watching FIFA? No, I'm watching. Oh, it's, um, it's like it's the middle football. Of I'm watching college football like 3 right now. Three a.m. Guitar right now. They, this team's trying to come back. Arizona State trying to come back in Arizona, and they, were, they threw up a late hit flag, and then somehow Arizona State comes out of nowhere on the screen and just levels both the ref and an Arizona player. So now it's just oh going to be the 15 yards back the other way. So I said, that's when I reacted. <laughs> And probably yeah, I would thing. say from this year, Horizon is the one. Yeah, it, it's it's so annoying because I I think that that game's gameplay is so, um, it's just it feels so clunky, and I, I kind of despise playing it at times because of it. But the story and world is so cool, mm. and that there's so much to love about it. That and I, I had the I had the exact same issue with the first one. I did not finish. The first horizon for years it's a game uh, whose aesthetic is unbelievable but the, yeah, it's like the, the opposite problem the of pokemon yeah the new it's the it, opposite it problem of, is, of the new yeah. pokemon it the has, gameplay has, is not yeah. good but aesthetically and the performance is fucking crisp yeah from from a technical like uh, it's such an impressive game uh but the yeah the the combat just feels like how you interact with you know picking weapons and shoot like it just it's all so yeah problematic and they really didn't feel they i feel like there are so the unlike in pokemon where they made massive quality of life improvements to previous entries this one got such people in reviews who kept telling me like oh yeah they fixed this issue with the first i'm like no they fucking didn't this game is still <laughs> like it's not fun to like traverse this gorgeous open world like that feels terrible riding around feels terrible if you can even get a mount like because you have to like you have to take a you have to find a robot turn it over to your side and pray it doesn't get destroyed or you don't run far enough away from it that it doesn't spawn anymore yeah uh, that fucking like just let me whistle and have a mount like it's so stupid and then like yeah like fi finding the big dinosaurs is cool and stuff but uh, going into the radial menu to like switch out weapons and like how to this crack. is why i'm excited about the prospect of it having a tv show on hbo which who knows now because warner but uh warner discovery I so think it's that... a Netflix thing, though. Oh, is TV it? Show. Yeah, oh, okay. I think, last, last, I think you were conflating it with Last of Us. Uh, well, I'm not conflating though, it with the, Last of Us. I just assume that because Sony no, was already right, working with yeah. HBO. No, that... I think I think the Horizon thing is, is a Netflix one. Good, because it, then it it'll not get made HBO. at least. Um, but the Horizon show is reportedly like the set in present day and like how we got to... It's not set in the Horizon times. It's like set at the end of the world. That's not what so, I want. So <laughs> it's uh it's a it's a far flung prequel, not fucking doesn't stupid, focus bro. Aloy or any of the stupid. modern stuff with the dinosaurs. It's all the like 
yeah anyway i have a, a a good answer for this now which is if you had i mean i don't necessarily feel this way at the moment but if you had asked me in the spring i would have for sure said elden ring I, at the time i would have been like mm -hmm. oh i wish i had beaten elden ring but the truth is now the farther i got away from it the more i realized i just don't really like this kind of game it's too long i'm not gonna play it like and now that i've done it now that i've done one of these souls like games I'm like it's, it's just not for me so like I don't necessarily regret not beating it now. At the time, I really was like, oh, I, w I just want to do this. I haven't done any of these, so I'll tried it. But now that I tried it, I'm like, that's those games just aren't for me. It also has it has big Breath of the Wild energy of like the the gameplay and the exploration is the it, it, the meat of it. And once you've had your fill of that, yeah, I I didn't I haven't finished. I loved Elden the Rings. exploration, the gameplay. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think it's just so there's so many things that are obtuse about it that like it, the gameplay couldn't overcome the obtuseness of the rest of the game for me, especially when you throw in the difficulty. But I feel like it's not, you know, the reason I feel sad that I haven't beat a game or whatever is is more like I want to see its story to completion. Right. Again, uh, that game story and, is like and Elden Ring, like there is no, I mean, you know, I yeah. don't want to get into a whole debate about whether Elden Ring has good narrative or not. But it is not for me the draw of the game, right? And so, like, what you know, I always think like, oh, I should go back and like beat Elden Ring, but I'm like, I I only want to jump into it for to like, oh, I I I, I sometimes I get a hankering for playing a Souls like, right? Like, I want to like play that kind of game, which is currently kind of being fulfilled by God of War, even though they play very differently. It does have, you know, a difficult. There is a difficulty to it, and that and there you go. There's the chart. <laughs> Two games versus a cute game. If you want to see this amazing chart that Dan has made, you, <laughs> you know what would be good on that, Tom, is you could put Elden Ring on the left and then Tunic on the right and be like, which game are you playing this spring? Oh, and it's also because it's a cute game. Yeah, yeah. So it's very good. It's very which good. is part of why I stopped playing Elden Ring because Tunic came out and I've been looking forward to that. And that game fucking blew Chris, me I think away. we can honestly say you love a cute game more than you would love an obtuse game. That is absolutely true. <laughs> There's no lie detected and here. If, if the angle yeah. of the game is below 90, Chris will love the game. If it's above 90, he's not going to like it. I don't like a Peronis game, though. You know? <laughs> don't Peronis, John Murphy. Um, I got a game for you guys. You want to play it? Mm -hmm. I guess. Sure. All right. So I had I floated this idea to Tom a couple weeks ago. He played it with Dan. Uh, it was sort of a spin on Rate That Game Game. I wanted to take it a step further, update the concept, especially because Dan is our, our Rate That Game Game chief. So I was like, I don't want to bring Rate That Game Game. I want to at least put a spin on it. So I'm calling it Rank These Game Games. And it is that it, it's it's slight evolution, Tom, of the, the game that I had you play the last time. So I'm going to present you guys with three games. All of them taken from the same year. And you have to tell me two things. I want you to put them in what you think is the correct order from best to least. And I wanted this to have a multiple point value, but because we're only doing three games and I, if you'd have to do more than three games for it to actually work this way, um, I couldn't just be like, you get a point for each one that's in the right spot because once one is wrong, that means two have to be wrong. So you're either getting one or three points or no points. So instead, what I'm going to be doing is asking you a specific question. Like, I want the, the worst game in the right spot gets you an extra point or the game that's in the middle gets the right spot, gets the extra point or the game that's the... So you're going to prioritize getting one of them in the right order. 
So for this first one, we're going to be talking about three games from the year 2005. So three games from the year 2005. If you remember this year is the year that the Xbox 360 launched. Sure. Big deal. Tuna and I graduated high school. The Pope died. A lot of things happening in 2005. But also quite a few big video games. For instance, the first Guitar Hero came out. God of War. The, the first God of War came out. And Resident Evil 4 came out. So four, three, three very big games came out that year. I also decided to do a, a different spin on this. None of these are bad games that we're talking about today. So there's no, you know, throw you for our loops. So all of these are, are solid games. They're kind of celebrating games here. I want you to tell me, put them in the order from best to least, and you get a bonus point if you put the highest one in the right area. So whatever your top and game this is. is IGN, this is IGN, right? Yeah, so, they're all IGN. So best to least, God of War. Yeah, God of War, Resident Evil 4, and Guitar Hero are your three games. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. They're all, like, probably within a point of each other. Yeah. You get a point for getting the order correct, and you get a point if the top one, if the number one is in the right place. What are the three games going to just blank? Well, if, we get, the, if we get the order correct, we have the top of, one. Of course. Place. If you get the order correct, you're getting two points. What uh, What was the three again? God I, of I, War. No, two of them. Okay. Resident Evil 4. Okay, now I'm good. Guitar Hero. I know the original Guitar Hero. I blanked when I started writing my answer. This is gonna seem nuts, but I, I, I feel like I feel like these are all like nine point three, nine point four, nine point five. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I sent my answers in. Yeah, same. All right. Uh, Let's start with Dan. You want to say your answers out loud? Uh, no, not really. Uh, right, Tom, you want to you want to say your answer? <laughs> yeah, I put I put uh, in last place. I put the original God of War, uh, Resident Evil Four in second, and Guitar Hero in number one. I feel like literally any of these games could be this could be any order, but something told me that this was correct. But... I put Guitar Hero first, and I switched to the bottom two for you, Tom. So I got a war, then Resident Evil. Mm. Okay. And to make it sound more obtuse, uh, le- a little less obtuse, just because the way I explained it was a little... Um, basically, what I'm going to ask each one of these is either for the best game, the middle scale. game, or the last game, and you get a bonus point for putting them in the right order. So right. the prioritize here is what do you think got the highest score? Uh, Dan went with Guitar Hero. Tom went with Guitar Hero. It was not Guitar Hero, which means that there are no points delivered on this round. Which means it's a wash. It is. It's a wash. God of War was the number one reviewed of the three that year, followed by Resident Evil, followed by Guitar Hero, the original. What were the scores? 9.8, 9.5, 9.2. So yeah, they're all... the. A lot of these are going to be relatively close to one another. Yeah. So... That's going to be the harder part of it is is trying to discern what do you think got the better score. Let's move on. We'll go for a little forward in time. 2008. The Wii came out. Or sorry, the Wii was out. The 360 was out. The PS3 was out. So now we're new generation of games at this point. Because the last time the 360 had just launched. Connect, not here yet. Doesn't even exist. Financial crisis is looming. Obama's got elected. A lot of things happening. Super Smash Brothers Brawl came out that year. Also, Valve release Left for Dead, and the original Uncharted came out that year on the PlayStation mm-hmm, Three. Mm-hmm. So I want you to tell me on this one what got the worst score between Smash Brothers, Left for Dead, and Uncharted, and you get a bonus point if you put them all in the right order. So what has the worst score between Smash Brawl? Oh, Brawl. 
So yes. you want worst score to best score, or do you just want the best score on top still and just get the worst one right? The order is always going to be best to worst. Okay. And um, the thing you're going to get a point for is if you get the worst one in the right order. Okay. Sent. I'm pretty confident on this. Or the three games again, because in my question, I asked, I lost my yeah, answer. That's fine. Smash Brothers Brawl. <laughs> okay, I'm good. That was the last one on that list since he sent it already. Okay. Going lazy with it. There you go. Did you get my answer? Yeah, I did. I just, okay. my system sounds I hear going off on the computer and I, I don't understand how to make them go away because it's gotcha. on do not disturb. Um, Great. Let's go. Dan, you want to tell me what order you put everything in? Uh, I had Left 4 Dead best, Uncharted in the middle, and then Smash is the worst. Smash Brawl is the worst. Okay. And Tom? Uh, I put Left 4 Dead in top, Smash in the middle, Uncharted in last place. All right. Believe it or not, and I was surprised by this, Super Smash Brothers Brawl was the number one year game released that year, followed by Left 4 Dead, Dead. and then Uncharted at a 9.1, which means, Tom, you do get a point this round. Wow, was... Uncharted still scored a 9.1? Yeah, the original. I mean... That's crazy because people, like, comparatively, Uncharted 1 is looked as the black sheep of the mm-hmm. franchise, like the worst game. Mm-hmm. And it is, like, demonstrably, like, not nearly as good. Having as the played others. the others as well, it is the worst of them, but it's also yeah. not bad. But at, no, at the time of release, and I think also like it was a technical marvel at the time. That was remember, the thing. Remember that was when the Uncharted thing. came out? They were like, "Look, the water sticks." You walk through the water, and he's wet. Like, oh my god! Also, people were like, "Nathan Drake, look how realistic the character yeah. looks," oh. and like, <laughs> "Oh, look at the foliage when you're walking through the jungle." Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was groundbreaking in a lot of ways, yeah. but it was the the it's it is easily the worst of those. Two I never games. played the four one it's good yeah maybe i should yeah, do that at some good. point the fourth and, one's good, yeah. and yeah. the uh, spin-off lost <laughs> legacy is uh very good as well maybe i should play it do they have like a remaster version yes for ps5 mm-hmm. maybe i should do that uh all right so time we got one point we're gonna go forward again 2010 the original xbox live gets shut down the connect comes out but we're not gonna be talking about the connect we're gonna be talking about a couple other big games here Mass Effect 2, Ooh. Mario Galaxy 2, oh. and Halo oh. Reach, the final Halo game from Bungie. So Mass Effect 2, Mario Galaxy 2, and Halo Reach. I want you to tell me what was the number one game that year. That will get you a point if you put the number one game correct, and you'll get a bonus point if you put them all correct. In. Same. All right. Let's start with Tom. I said Mario in number one, Mass Effect 2 in two, and Halo Reach in three. Okay. And Dan? I went Mass Effect 2 is the number one, then Mario, then Halo Reach. Mm. Okay. Well, the correct answer is Mario Galaxy 2 got a 10 out of 10 from IGN, followed by Mass Effect 2. Followed by Halo Reach. So Tom, you got the first, the first available bonus point. Dan, you're still in this. There's still four points left, and Tom only has three. So the game is not over yet. 2012. End of the world. Mind calendar. <laughs> Wii U comes out. And Telltale's The Walking Dead, along with Fez, an indie game, and Halo 4. 
Fez is a is a very popular puzzle yeah. indie game. Sorry, Dan, I, I should have realized. I know, I've not... heard of Fez. I okay, I wasn't sure before. All right, sent mine. So the Telltale Walking game, uh, Dead games, which I know, Dan, you loved those games. I did. I did. Um, I mean, I liked them a lot. They were very good. I'm sending an order that I decided in my head before you even read the games out. Okay. I was going to go in that order. So, And Tom? Uh, I said Telltale, Fez, and then Halo. Okay. Um, all right. I went Halo, Fez, Telltale. Okay. Great. The correct order. Again, we're looking for the number one for the point, and then bonus point if you get all correct. Halo 4 had a 9.8, followed by Fez with a 9.5, followed by Telltale's Walking Dead with a 9.3, <laughs> which I believe means Tom... Wait, wait you said Halo was... Wait. Halo was number one. So Tom Halo was number one. said 9.4, and then he said Fez 9.5. Yeah, Halo had 9 point. So it's Halo... Fez Walking Dead is the correct what, answer. What were the scores? What were the scores? 9.8. 9.8. 9.8. For Halo. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Which means 9.8 for Halo. 9.8. It was baby. highly reviewed, and I still think it's not a great Halo, but I knew it was going to be a high review. <laughs> and you Ryan know McCaffrey on that fucking Xbox Souls over there at IGN. Well, Jesus one of the Christ. things that people forget about, about Halo 4 is <sighs> it was a little bit of a technical marvel for the end of the 360 life cycle because it was the first game that Microsoft basically built in that thing where you could now install the games partially on the hard drive to play them because you had to, I believe, for Halo 4 to run it. And they were pushing like 1080, 60, like or 720, like 60 and shit. Like that game looked unbelievable for an Xbox 360 game at the time. Like visually it was doing a lot of things the other Halo games couldn't do, but it was like, they literally like had to find a way to like work around the system limitations. And they were like, all right, you have to install this game on your, you have to have an external hard drive to be able to play this now. Even it was crazy. Um, So yeah. So anyone's game, Tom has lead three to two points last round. Wait, hold on. I only got Tom. Oh, you got a point earlier, Tom. He got he got double points I got double in the points previous round. Right. Yeah. yeah, Tom oh, got wait. two points in 2010, and he got one point in 2008. Okay, okay. I got the yeah, last place on the second question, and I yes. got both. I got you. In the third okay. question. Gotcha. Yes. 2016. Mm. Two of these games have the same score. One of them does not. <laughs> two of these games are tied, either for last or for first. Okay. I want you to put a when you send me your answer. Tell me which game you think is not tied. Okay. So two of these have the same score. One of them does not. Tell me which one is not tied, and then otherwise put them in the correct order. If they're tied and they're in the correct order, it doesn't matter which one's above the other. They just have to be, you know, next to each other. So that's why I need to know which one is not tied. So if you think the tie is for second, if it's tie for second, put your first game and then a space and then your second two games. If you think the tie is for first, put your first two games a space and then the second game. Got it? Mm-hmm. 2016, nothing bad happened. Nothing eventful happened that year other than the Unranked Podcast launched. Nothing that no one ever wants to talk about again or anything bad happened in 2016. Um, Pokemon Sun and Moon came out 
That's one of our games that we're going to be talking about here. Fuck, six years ago. Jesus. Okay. Titanfall 2 came out. And Overwatch came out. Yeah. So, so two of these games have the same score. They're either tied for first or tied for second. You got to tell me which one is not tied. Put them in the correct order. I actually, when I was making this, I forgot. I saw the tie and I was like, oh, I got to swap one of these out before we do the show. And then I didn't. So here we are. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I sent mine. Okay. And Dan, you sent yours as well. All right. We will not have a need for a tiebreaker. So let's see what everyone has done. Dan, which game do you think, what's the order of games that you put in? Tell me which ones you think the tie are. Uh, I thought that Sun and Moon and Titanfall were the tie. Okay. And Overwatch was above not? Overwatch. Okay. So you think Sun and Moon and Pokemon are tied for first. Overwatch got second. And Tom, what did you do? I, I also said Titanfall and Pokemon were tied, but I said that Overwatch was above them. So they were second, tied for second, respectively. Not so, respectively. Sense, but you, know, you know what I mean? I can tell you right now. You guys are correct in that Overwatch is not in the tie. So yeah. one of you is getting two points, the other is getting no points. Overwatch got a 9.4. And Pokemon Sun and Moon, Titanfall 2, got a 9. I mean, the Tom gets the Ooh. two points. Very close. Tuna game. would not be happy with this. No, Tuna would be very mad about Tuna this. Tuna would be so pissed. Yeah, no, the next, the, nine. <laughs> the next time I do it, I'm going to have to make sure the points are a little bit more spaced out. But for the first... <laughs> First time it was more of a just I was like I would try something new and I got games that I knew everyone would know so it just went with high scoring games so Tom you are the first winner of rank these game games congratulations thank you thank you let's uh do one of these Dan uh you can find me somewhere around North America at any given time <laughs> and also at uh, Big Danny Fifteen on that was Twitter as long as it lasts. And on PlayStation and on Xbox, on the Big Danny. <laughs> it's all in the show notes. Tom? Great Britom on each and every platform. Uh, I'm Christian Humes. I'm at Christian Humes on the Hive. <laughs> uh, we're the Unranked Podcast, everybody. We're going to see you next week, like we usually do. Stay unranked. So, tweet.